So what if I could save you hours of time every month with a few of these ideas today? That's the goal because I love using automation to get rid of some headaches, save me time, and today I'm gonna share some of my favorite ones to help your course business run a little bit more smoothly and give you a little bit more time to get everything done. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ Podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here's your host, Julie Hood. So we're getting ready to reopen the Course Profits Accelerator group coaching program just for a few days. And if you have that course created and you're trying to figure out how to sell it, please check it out, courseprofitsaccelerator.com and see if it would be a good fit for you. We work in six month rounds because it takes that long to get some traction going and figure some things out. And let me know if you're interested. We can talk about whether it would be a good fit for you or not. I love the folks we have in it. Now we have a fantastic group of people and would love to have you join us. Okay, so for today's content, I am so excited about sharing this with you, but let me start with a quick story. So every spring, I love to get brand new plants on the front of my house on the porch. And they're hanging plants, they go across the front, and when I'm really, really good, I will invest the time in putting together this sprinkler system that works automatically through hoses that I wind through the top of the roof and then they drip down, they're drip hoses, and they drip down, they water the plants every day. And it saves me so much time because if I don't have to get out every day and pull out the hose and take the time to water every single plant, not only do the plants do better (laughs) because they're actually getting watered every day, but I don't spend that time every single day. I have to invest though at the beginning because it's a couple hours of getting everything set up with the hanging plants and making sure it all works and get the timer on the hoses. And so it's not a minor project. It's a bit of a thing, but then once it's set up, it's good for the whole summer. So that's sort of how these automation things work that I'm going to talk to you about today. You need to invest a little bit of your time to get them set up. But then once you do, they just run in the background and save you so many headaches. So I've got nine different ones I'm going to run through for you. And you may have to come back and listen to this episode again because there's so many ideas in here. But the first one is I want you to automate your lead generation. And by this, I mean, there's three different pieces to what you can have. There is your landing page where people can sign up for your email newsletter. There's the delivery of the freebie, the lead magnet that you're giving away. And then an automatic welcome message that should go out to the people who sign up that talks about what they're signing up for, um, what you're providing and giving them the freebie and just giving them a general idea of what's going to happen because they're now one of your VIP list members. So that whole process needs to work automatically for you. If you don't have that set up yet, that should be your number one priority in order to get that up and running here 
in the next week or two. And if you want to get even fancier, you can have a whole welcome series of emails that people get over the next couple weeks when they've signed up with you. Podcast 18 talked all about this, so I'll link to that in the show notes in case you want to go back and listen to that episode about creating an email welcome series. But you don't actually have to have that piece of it. If you just have the other three pieces, the landing page, the freebie, and a welcome message, you are off to the races. So get that part signed up if you don't have that yet. The second thing to automate is student signups. So when somebody purchases your course, hopefully your system automatically sends them a login, gives them access to the course, gives them an email with the information that they need. If you don't have that yet, put that high on the priority list too, so that students automatically can sign up for your course. Number three, I want you to auto pay as many of your bills and your expenses as you possibly can so that you are not wasting time every month going out to pay bills and uh, find the this month's charge and go through all those headaches. Just set those auto pay systems up whenever and wherever you can. And number four is the one that saves me at least 10 hours a week and it might make you laugh, but I get my groceries delivered and it's probably the best $50 I spend every single month because it saves me at least 10 hours a month. So that's like $5 an hour. So go out, figure out where the best place is for you to get your groceries delivered, get signed up and get the unlimited delivery Add in, you will have to pay probably some tips for the drivers, but oh my goodness, it just saves me so much time. And if you're not quite ready to actually do the delivery part, at least do the pickup part. So a lot of the grocery stores now will let you just order on your phone, order online, where you can go and then pick up the groceries where somebody else is doing the shopping for you. So unless you love doing grocery shopping, like don't be wasting time on that. <laughs> Number five is I want you to use a digital calendar and here's why. Whether it's Google Calendar, Apple Calendar, some kind of digital calendar and there's two main reasons for that. One is that you can set up recurring events one time. So if you have regular meetings that happen every week or happen every month, you set them up once, you put them in the calendar and you say repeat this every week. And then the second piece of it is getting those reminders that pop up on your system or on your phone. Those automatic reminders and notifications are huge in saving you time and making sure you don't miss appointments. And then the second piece of this digital calendar process that I use is I use my Amazon Echo to remind me in the morning of different events that I have going on the day at that day so that it'll come on and say, Hey, Julie, go get on the call today at 2 PM. So between all of those that has made me so much more efficient in not only remembering what my calendar events are, but not having to constantly be checking. Ooh, what time is it? Oh my goodness. Is it time for that meeting yet? I just count on the, Amazon reminder that's going to tell me five minutes ahead of time that the meeting is about to start. So number six, social media. So this is one of those things that you can definitely automate 
Now I should say, I don't know how much it impacts your reach and your, um, how much engagement. I don't know. <laughs> I just know for me, social media is a nurturing tool and that I want people to come across my social media, find a lot of interesting things, but not necessarily be a huge interactive piece of my business. I just want there to be a lot of good content for them. So I use as much automation as I can in order to get that information posted efficiently and quickly and time so I've got a few episodes on that. So I'll link to one of them in the show notes. So if you want to know more about automating your social media, let me know. And then I'm also, I'll give you a little sneak peek. I'm testing out a new tool that's supposed to help me share the same content across different accounts. So, and doing it automatically. So I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, I heard it from a friend of mine last week and so we're testing it out. So that could be a future episode if it works well. If you don't hear from me, that means I didn't like it. <laughs> Number seven is I want you to use templates for the emails that you are sending repeatedly. And it's especially is helpful for when you're doing customer service. So one of my clients has a whole database for their customer service folks in that it's all the different kinds of questions that people could ask. They have them listed by topic. And then there's a standard email that can just be copied and pasted and sent. And it saves so many headaches. So you're not having to recreate in your head. Okay. How do I respond to this customer? Where do I get this information? You know, links that go out very frequently. They are also in that, in those emails. So it's a huge time saver for your customer service people. And especially if you're paying for an assistant to help with customer service, make sure that you get those set up and have, you can even have them start it for you. And then you just approve the messages. And then number eight is to start creating standard operating procedures. By this, it's just basically a list or a checklist of how you do things. And that way, the next time you have to repeat it or the next time you want to have someone else, an assistant, do it for you, you've already got the notes and the details together. And the way I have started doing this is I have a Trello board that I use with my assistant and every time I tell her something that I know could be useful long-term, potentially with other assistants, I move those things over to a special list so that I've got them all together. And the next time I have to train somebody new or tell somebody about how to work with my business, they're all in one place. I also use a tool called Loom, and it's an extension on your Chrome browser that lets you create short five minute videos showing somebody how to do things. So especially when you're doing online, you know, website kind of training, it really helps to have a video in addition to a written checklist. Because then when you say, you know, click the blue save button, they're not wandering around trying to figure out where the heck is the blue save button. <laughs> you know, they can watch the video and see where you're clicking. And it's also really helpful because sometimes these tools will change. So if they have a video of your procedures, 
Then they can see, oh, wait, this software does not look the same as it did when she recorded this video. So something has changed and we need to get it straightened out. So that's why I really like using videos to help with procedures. And sometimes you do want to have that checklist too to make sure you don't miss anything. So it's, it's kind of a hand in hand. It's not an either or a video or a checklist. I, a lot of times I like to have both so that you can make sure um, that both pieces of the puzzle are happening. People know where to look and they know what to do in your standard operating procedures. And then number nine, the last thing I think you will just love once you get this set up. <laughs> and there might be a bit of an investment time in getting this set up, but holy cow, does it save a lot of headaches. And that is using some kind of scheduling tool for your meetings. So whenever you want to talk to someone, whether it's a partner or maybe it's a potential client, you know how that whole, hey, can you do this time? Oh, no, I can't do this time. Can you do this time? That whole back and forth nonsense of emails or messaging where you're trying to figure out when you can talk. So a much, much better process is to use a scheduling tool. So I currently use Calendly, and I'll put the link for that in the show notes too. The, um, it, what I love about it is I can set it up and say, hey, um, when my Google Calendar is busy, then don't have appointments available. So it, I can restrict when someone can schedule time with me just based on my current calendar. And then the other piece of it is that you can also um, have it automatically message them and say, hey, you've got a meeting tomorrow with Julie at 10.30 a.m. So it saves so many headaches and, and really helps with all those reminders. So Calendly, I use the paid version. It's not too much. I want to say under $10 a month. But there is also another version that is a one-time fee, and it's called Tidy Cal. And I'll put both of those in the show notes. You can decide which one is a better fit for you. I'm not sure if Tidy Cal is quite as efficient at the automations, but um, check on it if, if that's important that you need that one-time fee. So hopefully these nine ideas will save you hours and hours and hours this month. And please let me know, message me and reply to one of the emails if you're on my email list and let me know which one you found the most effective. And I'll run through the list again really quick so that you can see which one you're going to do first. Number one is to make sure your lead generation process, your landing page, your freebie delivery, and that welcome message, make those automated. Number two is your student signups and getting people in your courses. Number three is auto paying your expenses as much as you can. Number four is getting those groceries delivered or at the least do a deliver, uh, grocery pickup. Number five is having that digital calendar with your Amazon Echo reminders. Combine those two. Number six is automating as much as social media as you can. Number seven is creating templates for the emails that you send out repeatedly. Number eight is putting together standard operating procedures with checklists or and or videos where it feels appropriate. 
And number nine is getting that scheduling tool set up so that you can uh, have meetings automatically put together. Oh, and the piece I forgot to tell you about that is you put your Zoom account into Calendly and then it also deals with the whole Zoom link and sending out the right link for people to talk to you. So it's so efficient. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did pulling all these ideas together. And don't forget to go check out CourseProfitsAccelerator.com if you're trying to figure out how to sell your course. I love this program. It was sort of a uh, spur of the moment kind of idea. I realized I wanted to keep working with the students who had gone through 24 hour course creator, you know, we got the course created and then I wanted to keep them moving forward and had gotten so invested in their courses. And so it's turned into this really fantastic set of tools and training Q&A with me. We do study hall sessions and then every month is an implementation workshop. This month we're actually going to be talking about traffic and how to find the right traffic source for you. So I just love it and if you're interested please check it out. So I hope you like this episode. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you on the next episode. Take care. 